And welcome everyone to the 10th ever episode of The 7%. My name is Jed. And this is Angela. And this will be episode 2, season 2, The Double Twos. And we also have two guests today, so it all works out. We have the lovely Lindsay and the beautiful Sam. Yeah. You say hello. Hello. Okay. <laughs> and, okay. And so when we introduce our guests, we have them say, um, obviously, your name again, uh, what year you are, what you're studying, and then a fun fact. So very basic stuff. Okay, we say that. Uh-huh. Hey, I'm Lindsay. I'm a sophomore studying bio, and my fun fact is that I held a red panda this summer. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, my name is Sam. I'm also a sophomore who is also studying biology. My fun fact is that, um, especially when I'm home, I drive a 50-year-old car from 1969. Yeah. Wow. One years old. Yeah. Wow. Was it your Was it your dad's at some point? It was not. Oh wow. How'd you get it? Um, gracious parents. Oh, that <laughs> terrible. <laughs> no, no. You have you have a great family life, Sam. All right, and um, so today we're going to be kicking off our dating series, which we don't know how long it's going to be yet. Probably at least three episodes of that. I think that'd be cool to get different perspectives. Um, and so, before we do that, I forgot to recap our last week's episode. Yeah. So, Angela, do you want to say something about that? Sure. Um, last week, or I guess it was earlier this week, but we we talked about God's will and what that means for our lives. Um, and we dived in into, like, the differences between some of God's will, like, what it's um, okay you're holding that mic way too close my guy is it okay all right i'll just go back to normal (laughs) and um i guess if you want to check it out you can go check it on the spotify i guess yeah so okay let's go back to the (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll get we'll get better we'll get better we need more practice but okay um let's just dive right in first question what is dating how would you define it anyone can start um in my mind i mean my mind probably goes towards what most people think of when they think of dating it is um two people who are um taking steps to get to know one another better and in the christian view for the purpose of one day leading towards marriage not to lead too far into the 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 next question but Mm. in the christian view okay so what, 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 what do we think about the non-christian view the non-christian view differences i think the primary difference is um the end goal you know Mm -hmm. and not that there's i think there's plenty of non-christians who would look at dating as also being oh you're finding someone to marry right right there tends to be in my opinion at least much less um much less thought you're not thinking of it as like a long-term question when you're Mm. diving into dating maybe the way that you should be I would say the difference um, when it's two Christians dating is that Jesus is at the center and is at the foundation of the relationship. And so um, what he says and what the Bible says um, is really the defining force behind all of the decisions made and um, the intention behind the relationship. Mm. Yeah. Angela, round robin, we're just going to go. Full circle here. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they pretty much said all there is to it, right? Is, is two people coming together, or are we talking? Well, in the Christian, in the Christian point of view, is two people coming together and um, um, building each other up into eventually, hopefully, marriage. Um, but in the non-Christian, it's more. I feel like more. I guess liberal and more um, not as formal. They they don't have that like long-term point of view you know it's more um if it happens it will happen eventually you know yeah i would totally agree i think um that's kind of how i view it in terms from a non-christian point of view it's it's very present and somewhat consumeristic it's like what can you do for me right now Mm -hmm. and that's what defines the relationship and if you're not cutting what i need right now then I'll cut you, and I'll find someone else who can't fulfill that desire, <laughs> right? And um, I think definitely that is not something that us as Christians should adopt, especially when it comes to something as important as marriage and how does uh, dating play into that. So um, our next question is, is dating 
even biblical? Like, what is is it, or is it a cultural thing? Have we、mm. just invented this thing called dating? Yeah. Well, obviously, you know, not that I know Hebrew or anything, but we know that dating as as a word, as a as a verb, didn't really exist, right?、Um, it was arranged marriages, being married very young,、mm-hmm. typically things of that nature. So, no, in that sense. We don't really have any examples of of two people dating. There are no boyfriends and girlfriends in the Old or New Testament. However, what I do think is biblical is,、um, I guess, kind of the actions that you go through when dating、um, for the other person. It is an、okay. evaluation, right? It is putting those biblical principles of imitating Christ and imitating His relationship with the church. Oh, sorry,、um, happens all the time. But yeah, so that that that's what's biblical about dating.、Mm. Agree, hundred、mm-hmm. percent.、Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yes, <laughs> I definitely agree. There are not any biblical examples of dating, but、um, as Christians, everything we do,、um, including dating, is、um, for our relationship with God,、um, and based upon that central truth,、um, which does end up defining. How we date and putting、mm. a lot of those、um, biblical principles into practice, and also just modeling the gospel、um, to each other and to other people through our relationship. By、um, whenever we mess up and do each other wrong, you know, like sometimes the people closest to you are the ones that can hurt you the most.、Mm-hmm, but just、mm-hmm. um, continually lavishing、um, forgiveness and.、Um, Even though it might come at a cost, like reconciling the relationship、um, is can be a really beautiful model of what the entire Bible is about, which is what Jesus did for us. And so,、um, without leaning on that central truth, then、um, dating in itself wouldn't really be possible without、yeah. Jesus loving us first and giving us that model. That example, I give. Yeah, totally. I agree. Now, what if, like, we were talking about, like, it being cultural, perhaps, like、mm-hmm. dating, right? We don't see examples of it in the Bible.、Um, what if, like, does that mean we should, like, as Christians, should we?、Um, is that a practice that we should continue doing? Or, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, right?、Mm-hmm. The end goal of dating is marriage, and like you said, we're evaluating ourselves and the, the partner that we're with.、Um, So there's nothing wrong inherently with dating, but what if we were to go back to like how it was before? What do you guys think about that? My immediate thoughts have to be that you know it, that was obviously the way it was, and I mean you could argue that was a way in which it you know not advocating for arranged marriages, but it worked. I mean it, it would be that you got married, so you followed what the Bible said.、Mm-hmm. And、um, I definitely think that if you were to follow what the Bible says about marriage, you could make a marriage a successful marriage, right? But、um, what I see dating is the modern view of dating is really it's 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 more freedom. It's a blessing from God to be able to take for one thing, as we have at our age, you know, people are getting married at twenty-five, not sixteen, right?、Yep. So we have time to focus on other aspects of our lives, chiefly and primarily. Our personal relationship of the Lord, before we're giving out into a relationship with another person, because I mean, as we know, dating is incredibly far from what marriage is in terms of a commitment and in terms、right. of what it means spiritually.、Mm-hmm. And so,、um, it's kind of like marriage light, L I T E, but very, very, very light. It's basically、mm-hmm. putting those principles into practice.、Right. So I, I could definitely consider it a blessing. Not that it can't.、Mm-hmm. Um, Have pitfalls that you could fall into because、right. you definitely can.、Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, it can be a blessing when it's done right,、mm-hmm. but it can also be worse if it's done、oh, wrong. Absolutely, right? If we think about, and something I think about a lot is, it's hard for us as human beings in general to understand time in long increments, and so like. A very basic one is just thinking about spending eternity with God.、Mm-hmm. What does eternity、yeah. even mean, right? Like I'm barely 22, and so I've only lived 22 years, and I, eternity just I can't not quite eternity. It's mind blowing. But then it's like, 
I see my uh, my so my parents are 52 right now. Um, obviously, they've been married for a long time. It's also hard for me to imagine what I'm gonna be like in 52, and when I'm 52, cause it's 30 years ahead, right? That's、mm-hmm. one and a half my current lifetimes, and I can't even remember what I did when I was like three, right? So, from my memory, I can only probably know what it's like to be me, Jed, for like maybe 15 years. How do I know that the you know my current relationship? How is that gonna pan out?、Mm. In twice, in t- two times my lifetime, right?、Oh, and so I, I think、um, I love your point about saying yes. Dating does give us like these、um, a safe space to explore that and to be like,、um, what are kind of the qualities I'm searching for, I'm hunting for? What are the qualities that I want to see in myself as God continues to、um, sanctify me and train me in that way? But at a certain point, I want, I almost want to say.、Um, It doesn't matter. at the At the end, at the at the end of the day, maybe it doesn't matter.、Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to your,、uh, the concept of arranged marriages, and we're making that distinction because who you are now is not going to be、oh, who you are in in thirty years. And I think marriage, when you talk about the commitment,、yes. which is so important, you're in it for the super super long、mm-hmm. haul before we get to the super duper duper yeah, long yeah. haul after after death, right?、Um, So I just spoke a lot.、Uh, Lindsay, do you want to add anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. And、um, so I think that that's something that's super important to think about while you're dating、um, and to see how they react to tough circumstances、mm. and what they、um, look towards、um, for fulfillment and hope in those instances. Yeah, and that would be what. Like, oh yeah,、hope? having yeah. good habits in place, like、um, just going to the Bible with it、mm. and talking to God,、um, having really good mentors who are wiser、um, than us who have been through stuff, and、um, letting them kind of speak truth when、um, our minds are clouded.、Mm. Great, great. Angela, anything?、Um, I was thinking about a different question. What? Sure, go for it.、Um, Free flowing. What if, so we're talking about the Christian, I guess, perspective, right? But what if, like, if if arranged marriages were still a thing? Now I feel like that.、Um, I don't know. It's a lot of things that could go wrong with people that are not、um, following Christ. And so I guess dating now, it's like it fits the culture, right? And it, it that's something that what, that came with the culture, right? So that's. It makes sense that it is the way that it is now,、mm-hmm. because it, it probably wouldn't work between two non-Christians. I think. I disagree. You think? But、right. I'll add my two cents, and then we'll, we'll keep it, we'll keep the discussion rolling. Yeah, no worries. Um, I think that I know plenty of. I'll speak from my personal experience. So the neighborhood I live, I'm from Apex, and there are a lot of、um, Indians in my neighborhood, and obviously those immigrated from India, they're all arranged, basically. And、um, some stories I've heard, like pretty consistently, is that they've grown closer because they were forced to grow closer, and so they oftentimes find themselves having the same, if not better, marriages than those who've been through the the dating process or whatever.、Mm-hmm. Um, and on the contrary,、um, which was kind of what I was alluding to earlier, is that、um, for a dating culture between two non Christians. People often mistake chemistry for a good relationship,、mm-hmm. or mistake, you know, that temporary, like, happiness for the long-term commitment. And I think it's just a matter of us not being able to see that far. And so you see people, you know, happily married for ten, fifteen years, and then twenty years they're gone.、Mm-hmm. And I think that's、uh, a reason for like divorce rates being so high. Is that people are not—they're in it for a lot of it, but they're not in it for all of it. That's what I think.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think that's—you know—again, that's why I think the freedom of, of dating from that commitment is what makes it such a blessing. And I don't know if this is exactly what you were alluding to, but I've kind of had this opinion that、mm. um, in non-Christian dating relationships, and even a lot of Christian relationships, people. 
especially Christian ones actually maybe because you, you you know you really do come into it with a view of marriage is that you begin to treat that relationship like you're already married and mm. so mm. when that person begins to change or maybe that person kind of exudes characters that are not super reflective of Christ that you say oh well I got to stick to it um, when that's not the case that's yeah. not what um, I think the Bible would tell us about it. I think the Bible is pretty clear on what kind of characters make a relationship successful. Yeah. And so we have to understand that, like, the freedom of dating is that, um, you know, if, if, if we're dating and suddenly I start to see that someone is not being very kind to me or that, you know, they maybe they just don't have the patience. Or they just, it's as simple as feeling as though, oh, I really feel called to, like, go and do ministry yeah. in, like, the Congo or something. Mm-hmm. The other person's like, well, I feel called to stay here and be a doctor. Like, maybe you're not called to be in a relationship together, mm. right? But speaking to... Um, it, it's hard for me to speak of marriages because, you know, I've obviously never experienced that relationship. Yeah, yeah. But I also think that we know that once you're married, like like we've said, the uh, the stakes are much higher in terms yes. of that the Bible is pretty clear on its position of what marriage is mm-hmm. and the fact that it is two people, not just like emotionally, but spiritually joining together, right? Mm-hmm. Into one, one flesh. Um, and so at that point, I think it's, it's really less about how you got to the point of marriage and more about how you're going to continue forward and how mm-hmm. you're going to use um, your personal relationships with the Lord to sanctify and grow yourself as well as grow together into a relationship. But yeah, again, it's hard for me to speak to that specifically. Yeah. But that, that was very wise. I really like your first point um, regarding the um, seeing the red flags and actually mm-hmm. doing something about yeah. them. And... Um, I want to ask y'all's opinions. I think um, many people, both Christian and non-Christians, fall into, I wouldn't say a trap, but the situation where they do see the red flags. And like you said, they don't, it's not that they don't want to see the difference between a dating relationship and a marriage relationship. It's just that they don't want to lose what they already have. Mm-hmm. And they think that they can overcome it together as, as a couple through that. Um I don't know where where's the line drawn where do we say no we can't work through it during that or is it just like immediate just like break it and just find someone else who has um, a better character than the other person or what do we think yeah I can talk about that so I would say that there's definitely grace in a lot of situations especially if you're both trying um to run towards Jesus um, and especially just continually bringing that problem to him mm. together and um, repenting from it, um, reading the Bible and like seeing what advice it has and what wisdom it has on that topic, then I think most situations um, can be resolved that way. But um, they're definitely are circumstances where like maybe your relationship is um, causing you to sin or um, Mm. just really hindering um, your relationship with Christ and in that case I would say um, that you probably want a partner that's gonna be um, yeah just a partner with you in strengthening each of your relationships with Christ Um, and so I would think about um big picture if Mm. your relationship is helping you push towards Christ or is becoming more of a barrier in your relationship to him. Love it. Love it. Well said. That's that's great. Um, What was the question again? Um, Where is the line? Where's the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deal breakers, essentially. Oh, yeah. Christian deal breakers, I would say. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I can't speak of experience right but um i think we shouldn't like if if we see a red flag we shouldn't immediately like ditch the person or ditch the relationship um like you were saying we should definitely um see what the relationship can like talk to the other person and pray about it also and see if like if this is something we both can't overcome together Mm -hmm. then maybe 
like you were saying, is, is it leading me to sin or to do other things? Is it hurting my relationship with God? Then if it's doing that, yeah, I would say maybe it's time to reconsider um, who you're trying to like end up marrying or like who you're going to uh, be living the rest of your life with, right? Because if that's how it is right now, then you really don't know how it's going to be in the future. Um, it could be better, right? Uh, and that's something to pray about and talk to the other person about. But, um, if it's not getting better, then yeah. I don't see the point in continuing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what, right, that's what makes a, a dating relationship so good is that it is, um, as a reflection of marriage, it's a reflection of the gospel. And, like, right. of course, it, it, if you feel as though your relationship is, like, legitimately perfect and that both parties are perfect and that nothing is wrong, you might not be looking at your relationship critically enough and through mm-hmm. a biblical lens enough because it shouldn't mm-hmm. be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but what Lindsay said is right is that, um, you know, you should also be showing um, the person you're dating grace, but not to the point at which it's affecting your personal relationship with God. And I just, one more thing I want to say is that um, I also think it's important to realize that because a date, as a relationship is two people, not every problem or not every spiritual thing is going to involve both people it's, it's going to be a, a solitary thing it is perfectly possible that while you know you're not feeling like maybe your relationship is is godly or it's not as glorifying as you'd like it to be that the person you're dating might not think that they might think everything is fine um. and in the same if you think things are going well but your your boyfriend or girlfriend comes to you and says hey i just don't think god is, is leading me towards this relationship anymore mm-hmm. um it's your responsibility to say, you know what, you're okay. That's fine because we're dating. We're not married. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, again, and it's uh, it's not to say that it would ever be easy for that to happen oh, because yeah. obviously, as humans, we have very, very active hearts. Um, but that is what the Bible would 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 say about a non-marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. Is right. that principally, it's about each. I should care far more about my girlfriend's relationship with the Lord than I could ever possibly care about my relationship with her yeah Mm -hmm. because it's far more important yeah great great theory um i think it's something that we all have to practice but yeah having that mindset of the distinction knowing the distinction between dating and marriage and then acting on it i think is something that the dating culture needs more of i think um and uh, i was going to say something uh Oh, right. So, um, then, supposedly, it seems like as long as the two people um, are genuine believers who are putting their relationship with God at the forefront, there's almost no reason for them not to get married, right? And I think oftentimes it's often a breakdown of either one party or both parties in their personal walk that kind of dissolves into the rest of the relationship um any final thoughts on that i yeah, keep going yeah yeah i yeah. think that's true but again at the same point like i'll kind of allude to earlier like the fact that you can be called to date someone and then god can call you to not date that person that again, is it, true. you can no, that's true you can get called to it to different points in your lives you can get called to say like oh again like i I just don't really feel called to move to this place where you're taking this job out of college. Like, I just don't think it's for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I feel called to stay and help support my family. There's a lot of, there's, you yeah. know, there's a number of things that could show that maybe a relationship isn't right to pursue and to, to the point of marriage yeah. at that time. But, um, no, that's a good point. Like yeah. e- even if you are spiritually mature enough on an individual, I, yeah, I did not think of that, but like practical things, mm-hmm. right? How yeah. is God leading you practically? Um, as a couple, but also as, as still separate individuals who are not married yet. I think, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I was really fascinated by your comment, Jed, that um, if there are two people following Christ, um, is there a reason for them uh, not to get married? Um, I was wondering what you all thought about um, about how God makes us all with different like gifts and strengths mm. and passions and how that plays into that concept. Yeah. Um, like, should you wait for a 
perfect match? Yeah. Um, I think that yes. So we do need to consider um, our different abilities and the different gifts that God's given us. But I also, the issue is I don't know what matches with what. Mm-hmm. And um, even with uh, the people I've liked, they've all been different. So I don't know if there's a common ground necessarily. Yeah. I will say, um, I don't know. I've thought about this a lot. But in terms of spiritual maturity, I think when we, we know that, I know we know that verse where it's like, oh, do not be uh, yoked with unbelievers or do, do not be unevenly yoked. Mm-hmm. But I think the same can go for believers as well. I don't think that, um, and this is a personal opinion, that it's appropriate for someone who's much more spiritually mature in their faith to be dating someone who's much less spiritual mature. Um, because I don't know if that kind of weight carrying is he- is healthy for mm-hmm. either person, um, because that um, is something you're going to be carrying for a long time. And I almost wonder if it's totally fine if two maybe two people who are just starting out in their faith journey want to grow together in that, or oppositely, two people who might um, have known the Lord for a long time want to go together for, move forward with that as well but I don't know if the mismatch like it's uh, to me it's more appropriate that two people of the somewhat same level who are running the race at a similar pace um, might have a better not only understanding but just a better I guess relationship I don't know yeah I would say if the purpose of a relationship is to encourage each other in Christ, then um, you want someone who is going to challenge you. And so when you're at that equal level and then like maybe someone is having a bad day, then the other person will be there to um, pick them up and like point them back to God for strength. Yeah. Same guess. Yeah. So I'm kind of like focusing more on like your your previous point. I'll try and come back to that. Sure. But your point was like about not knowing what matches and kind of how the mm-hmm. fact that like, yeah, like if you, if you think of like people who maybe you've liked in the past, like they're, they are different. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think um, I have a, kind of two thoughts. The first is kind of like the encouraging point is that as you know, the fact that we were created in God's image and like that everyone was, you know, including non-believers, but speaking of like wanting to date a believer mm-hmm. as, as we should, is that I think, I mean, often you find that like what you're most attracted to is um, biblical principles. It is like what the Bible says. Like it is, it is that, you know, what does First Corinthians say? That love is, um, is kind, you know, love is, it does not boast or envy. It is like these are all, and like fruits of the spirit, right. all aspects that, um, I think you, you, you're able to say, wow, like I could really see myself in a relationship with that person mm. because I really just think they exude these characters of Christ. Um, but kind of the other side of that is that like, we also know that the heart is deceitful, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and obviously, um, temptation, passion, they're all things that can lead you astray when it comes towards seeking a relationship. Um, that's why we really kind of have to do our best to like, um, you know, let's say, you, you know, you're single, you're looking for something like you, you're interested in dating someone, you know, um, if, if you're really attracted to this person, but maybe they're still not exuding, exuding, is that a word? Yes. Those, those the word. characters yes, yes. of Christ, um, you should pump the brakes and kind of mm-hmm. like evaluate things. And that's not to say that like, just cause you were attracted to someone who's not as mature in their faith. Um, that's not to say that something is wrong with you right, for being right, attracted to that person not. because we're human and we're imperfect. But um, it does mean that uh, maybe a, a Christian relationship is not, um, not going to be the easiest thing to attain mm. with that specific person. Yeah. And I want to turn this back to Lindsay for just a quick second. All right. So based off going off what Sam just said about I really liked what he said about um, if the character is intact. So if they are living out a life that God is calling us to, in, in the general sense, for example, how do we treat other people? Are we loving other people? Are we, do we have integrity? Um, do we, are we thankful? Are we joyful? Do we have these qualities? Um, is that enough to overcome any other 
quote unquote extraneous qualities like personality trait or um, different ways of thinking or working. Do those trump um, the qualities of, of good character that I mentioned before? Does that make sense? Oh, I, th- I think that makes sense. Um, and I think Sam and I have a pretty good example of that. Oh, go for um, it. So, like, we don't agree on exactly everything in mm-hmm. politics. Um, and we did talk about that at the beginning of our relationship and um, prayed about it. And what we came to is that if we're both looking towards the same foundation of truth, which is Jesus's model and um, living that out, then we think that um, Christ will bring unity in that sense. Mm. And um, therefore, yes, I would say that you can get through um, minor things like that. So it's okay to not be exactly the same if you're willing to work through it Mm. and um, let Christ kind of like heal that um, gap. So would you say that there's to my original question, mm-hmm. to which you kind of bounced back earlier, mm-hmm. would you say is there anything that would pre- that should prevent two firm believers um, who are not being called, like what Sam also mentioned earlier, to different directions, but is there any reason for them not to stay together and get married? I don't think that there's any reason not to. Mm. Um, I think that God is really good at providing things that work really well when it's his will um and i think that when you do find um that person that you will make a good team because of your god-given strengths and Mm -hmm. weaknesses like for example sam is really really good at patience and self-control to the fruits of the spirit which like i struggle with sometimes Mm -hmm. and so i just think that that can be really good and um, helpful um, when you're again encouraging each other in Christ which is the whole purpose of a relationship love it love it Angela sorry we've been (laughs) keeping you out of the conversation I want to ask something um I wanted to go I wanted to go back to um what we were talking about like the equal level of spiritual maturity um so I mean like practical ways like what if you don't like you're attracted to someone you know and you know they're a believer but you don't exactly know how like spiritually mature they are should you um is that something you should find out while dating or is that something you assess before even starting to date like ooh it's mm, a great question. That's that spicy. That's a great question. So I've, I've kind of been thinking about this for the past few minutes. So I know one of the questions is, um, how do you know, like, when you're ready to date? Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like, how do you know if someone is ready for you to date, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. my immediate for that situation, my immediate kind of thought is that it's a bit of both, right? I mean, there's going to be some things about someone's spiritual life that maybe you're not going to know until, like, you're dating and like you're getting to know them better um but at the same time i think as as mature believers in christ and once again i i I sometimes don't like to throw around the words like immature and mature because i feel like it creates so much of a divide when the truth is is that like it's such a gradient and like you Mm, can be mature in certain areas of your faith and not as in others um but in terms of relationships you know, this isn't something I've I've personally had to deal with, but, you know, I think we should also have the maturity and the faith in God and what he has planned for our life. That if we are attracted to someone and maybe they're, they're, they're really new in the faith, right? They don't really, um, they're still having a lot, some questions about some things in the Bible, what it says. Mm. And maybe, maybe we, we, we shouldn't date them right now. Um, mm-hmm. Again, that's... It's a great question, one that I'm thinking about a lot. So the question is um, when you should, like how much of their character and their integrity do you need to know before dating them? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, exactly. So like distinguishing Mm -hmm. the concept of friend 
and then dating relationship and how much info do you need to know before kind of is that what you're getting at sort of yeah yeah mm-hmm. i guess specifically um with the spiritual yeah more spiritual maturity yeah. than like i guess like do you match like personality wise or like i mean not that that matters but like the spiritual maturity maturity that you may not know like right away um and you may not get to know like you said until you like date that something that person um I definitely think that um, girls can be scared of um, entering a relationship um, before they know absolutely um, that the guy's Mm. character and faith is spot on. And I would say that it's okay for there to be a discernment phase. Okay. Maybe before um, you have a talk um, defining the relationship, I think it's totally fine to spend some time um getting to know them um maybe getting some advice um seeking counsel Mm -hmm. and um just hearing about their reputation reputation is kind of important and there is grace for things but Mm -hmm. um having a history of integrity and kindness um Mm -hmm. can i think help you discern um their character and um the things that they value and help you decide if um you value the same things yeah huge all right um i want to transition to something off of that okay which is um what is the playbook for dating into marriage based on what you said and this, this is what i'm getting at you mentioned like getting to know each other beforehand or we're talking about group settings or talk about dates, but not yet in that relationship yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that's like something that we, uh, as a culture, no one. It's like there's no rules. Kind of people just kind of like do what they want, mm-hmm. and I think something that's very healthy that I know Angelo and myself we go to Chapel Hill Bible Church, and something that um, the old college minister there. And then um, their lead pastor, Jay, talks about a lot is like this roadmap of like, how do you go from friends to moving along in that romantic journey? And something that they're very uh, heavily emphasized, something that they heavily emphasize is the fact that it's okay to go on dates to know without committing to that relationship. Right. Um, But nobody does that. I I feel like I feel like Um, I wonder why. I wonder why. Let's talk about it. Yeah, again, I, th- I think, and and maybe this is wrong, but I, I do think, you know, non-Christian couples, and for Christian couples too, is, is that we've been, we've been, especially if you haven't been in a relationship before, you get the feeling that going on a date, you know, quotation, D-A-T-E, like what it actually is. Yes. Like a first date is like this huge thing. Mm. I think for guys especially, and I know girls can be guilt, guilty of it too, guys love to to daydream and to like think about like what this relationship's going to be in like yep. 50 years and like you're withdrawing from your 401k and everything <laughs> <I'm dead. laughs> but the truth of the matter is is that and this is something that um peyton gilbert one of my bible study leaders i remember talking about with him before mm. i um uh, Lindsay and i went on any dates or anything is that going on a first date is not supposed to be a big deal it is not supposed to mean that like okay wow we are on the road to getting married it's yeah. it's evaluation it's 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 almost it can be more of saying are we me and this person going to be good friends more than it's kind of saying are we going to be a good couple mm-hmm. together because at the end of the day what a dating relationship is is and it sounds kind of corny but it's a really good friendship it, it should is. be it is. if you cannot be friends with a person you probably should not date that person, mm. right? So, you see, yeah, I, I, and it is going to be different for some people, kind of exactly like how many stops you make along the way, how many dates you go on before you're actually, quote-unquote, dating or anything. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the difference that makes to me is that we're going on dates means that I'm thinking about um, dating you, but once we're dating... It is me saying, okay, I'm moving forward with marriage as being the end goal, not to the point where, you know, that's definitely going to happen, but to the point where that is the goal that I'm striving towards. Mm. 
Is that um, a, sorry? When you say yeah, your I thought that was very well said. I don't have anything to add, but it's been kind of a popular topic in the crew group me. This apparently um, <laughs> 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 this question of um, when to ask someone out or how many times is too many times to ask someone out. Yep. And what do you guys think about that? Well, we're guys, so I was the one who asked that question. Um, Lindsay, <laughs> as the only female currently in this room, um, I would like you to start it off, All right. <laughs> and I'll, I'll finish. <laughs> okay, okay. So as a, as, a, as a girl, as a, in a culture where I think it's appropriate for the guys to lead and for the girls to f- um, like follow that lead instead, um, what, how many times do you think it's too much? How many times does Sam have to ask you before you finally say yes? <laughs> about 35 times. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, I would say it depends. Okay. And I think it depends on the guy's intentions okay. and his and your um, discernment of those intentions. So, like, he should be outdoing you in showing honor um, and serving you and um, asking you in a way that like Jesus would be pursuing the church. And so Mm. if he is um, pushing back on your boundaries, I would say that is not really showing honor Mm. and um, it might be time to skedaddle out of that situation. (laughs) Um, But I think if, the guy is um, doing it in a way that um, shows he really, really values you and mm-hmm. respects you, then mm-hmm. um, you won't feel threatened or um, uncomfortable. And he wouldn't want that for you either. Right. And so then I think um, maybe asking multiple times is okay. And maybe it's a situation where, like, as the girl, you're going through something um, and just not ready yet. Mm. Um, have maybe something going on that you really want to focus on that, like, the guy doesn't need to know about because you're not dating or married or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I would say it depends on the intent behind gotcha. it. Gotcha. Wow. Very insightful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, would you say that the girl should at least provide some sort of feedback as to why um she's not right in in terms of the men you mentioned like going through some kind of life situation or just simply the fact that she's not interested in him absolutely absolutely Mm. um i would say that that's a great way to show respect and honor um to both people um and to save the guy from a lot of confusion and um worrying that yes um telling them maybe why you're holding back um and not like going into the whole um situation if it's something that's um very emotionally intense maybe you don't want to cross that boundary yet that could be dangerous Mm. but um Yes, I would say it's very good to um, give the guy clarity about that. As a guy, I appreciate that very much. Yes, sir. Yeah, Yeah, girls appreciate clarity, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of issues with that. That's a whole other topic in and of itself about what are we. Use the word date. If you do not, it is not a date. That is correct. Got him. That is correct. I mean, but we also have to view it in the light that we were talking about earlier. In the light right? that it is. The, yeah. dates, they, we, we, it's weird because we know we shouldn't um, over-romanticize oh, or like, over-hype romantic relationships. But at the same time, like, kind of just growing up, we just, as children even now, we just have these fantasy yeah, these absolutely. ideas. Yeah, that's oh, a great way to put it. Yes. Like Andrew was talking about at large group last week the bachelor and um mm. the things that we are feeding our minds um especially girls we have these horribly unrealistic expectations about a guy riding up on a horse or something but <laughs> actually those relationships can prove to be empty and mm. maybe not as joy bringing yeah. 
as um you know real life having a relationship with a real person who is flawed and has weaknesses Mm. like sam (laughs) i don't cannot ride a horse i've never been able to sorry that's it that's it for you buddy i don't expect you to or maybe sad fact um i was looking up the the bachelor on wikipedia and most of those relationships like don't even last a year it's pretty sad. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Let's continue. See, look, look what you've done, entertainment. <laughs> you've ruined society. Ooh. It's true. It's almost like so sin dead. has ruined society. Wait. It's a mind blowing thought. Big Huge. thoughts. Um, we are pushing on uh, forty-five minutes. So, do we want? Do we want to do one more question? Is there a question? Yes. Is that? Is there a question you're you're dying dying to talk about? Because we're we're here for it. I would say that a pretty common question I've seen in Christian community is how do you know when you're ready to not be single? And mm. what wisdom or advice do you guys have on that? <laughs> what advice? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's one of those things where I think for me personally, it was... It's not so much that I was ready. I was like, okay, I'm, I just don't think I'm ready to be single anymore. It's more so <laughs> that you are opening yourself up to the possibility that, hey, if I meet someone who I feel um, is just, you know, is, is someone who loves the Lord and like is someone who I could see myself in a relationship with, that I will consider pursuing it. I think... Every, I think dating and the concept of getting kind of involved in it should be always based on individuals. And it shouldn't be. Don't don't fall in love with the concept of dating someone. Mm-hmm. Rather, consider dating someone who you would like to date. <laughs> right, right. It's the, it's the person, not the journey necessarily. The journey will follow. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And I would say... um. At least for me, I think you know when you're kind of ready to not be single when a lot of the things we talked about, like you've thought about it yourself. Like how do I, like what do I think that dating is? What do I want to gain from it? Mm -hmm. How do I view marriage? How do I view that commitment? Do I see anything in myself right now that could hinder that, that could damage that relationship? Do I have any false views or any selfishness that I feel like could potentially um, put the other person in the spot that it's not right, basically. Um, And this goes back to the maturity thing, right? And I think this is a good place to be like, yeah, I think there are certain things that you um, should put in order before you, you know, you really go out there and pursue that. And I think as long as, and most of us have done this, I feel like, with like done a thorough reflection about my life as a whole and like kind of where I am now and I'm sure we've also had like experiences before like knowing that oh yeah I was not ready for a relationship at that point oh. and mm-hmm. looking back I know Hallelujah. why and now I have a clear understanding of how do I move forward from that and like how do I improve on that too that's what I think mm-hmm. yeah that's happened to me and I can be grateful to the Lord for that Um, and I think that you were saying earlier um, I think it's not like you're ready to well I think you you know when you're ready when you know that your relationship with the Lord is um, or you prioritize that relationship and you see that um, you can now like move forward and go with someone else along that journey and support that person, hopefully not hinder them. Because um, if that's the case, and maybe you're not ready for a relationship yet. Um, so it's, it's just having that mindset of like, it's not like now you're walking with someone else, um, hopefully, and um, you're both like um, spiritually mature enough mm-hmm. to understand what it means to date. Um, yeah, going forward. I think, yeah, I think the root of the answer. Um, for me is that there is it's not a set of like check boxes to check and go down it's like oh I've checked 7 out of 10 I'm ready to date Mm -hmm. 
it's, it's a question that really needs to be um, considered personally with your personal convictions and also in prayer. You have to pray about it, consult the Bible, what it says about mm. relationships, and ask God. Ask God to be honest and to reveal um, if you're ready for a relationship. Um, and, and don't be afraid to think that the answer is either no or yes. Mm. Um, just be honest with yourself. And I also think that someone who's even asking that question in the first place, like someone who's bold enough to ask themselves, am I ready to be in that dating relationship, is already like miles ahead oh, yeah, absolutely. of someone who's like, oh, yeah, I'm, re- I'm ready for sure. And then just like dives right in and then cracks their skull open in the three foot end of the pool. You know, um, oh, were you gonna say something? You know? No, no, no. Oh. just imagery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Lindsay, do you want to add something final to that question, and then we'll wrap this up? Yeah, I think that there's a certain um, myth about that question that, like, oh, I need to be perfectly sanctified before I start dating, or um, mm-hmm. I need to um, like never sin, or something like that just be like good enough Mm. um to be ready to date and i just wanted to bust that myth up a little bit um because if that were the case then um no one would date and um so therefore it is a lot about looking to um god's direction in that and i think seeking counsel for me was the best way um besides talking to the lord about it because that way um you know like our hearts are um sinful and can sometimes get clouded and so having that outside perspective of someone wiser who's been through it was um very very helpful to me when my vision was clouded that's great that's great well Thank you to again for joining mm-hmm. us. This was yes. quite the fruitful discussion, I must say. So myself, um, why don't if you guys would be so kind as to Absolutely. wrap us up, um, send us home. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Um, please make sure to follow the Seven Percent Podcast on Instagram at the Seven Percent. That is the at symbol T H E underscore number seven percent. That is the word percent. Yes, sir. Um, please give them feedback. Be honest, brutally honest. In fact, don't be afraid to, to hurt them. Um, That's and right. DM That's them right. To hurt be me, featured on the seven <laughs> percent, um, and feel free to message with topics and comments. Um, stay tuned for the rest of this dating series. I had a blast being on the podcast, guys. So thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to to listening to the rest of them as well. Thank All you right. Guys. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Jen and Angelo. Yeah. Yeah. Take care, everyone. Peace. Right. Goodbye. Peace. Deuces. ramen noodle asmr it's the worst thing ever okay okay (laughs) we will insert that at the end of our podcast during editing okay okay (laughs) and